0: If Fannie Willis, if Fanny Willis were Rudy Giuliani, she would be under the prison, under the jail. She would be disbarred, defrocked, denuded, debased, dematerialized. She would be ground into pumice. There would be no more Fannie Willis. If Fannie Willis were Rudy Giuliani, so why don't you think that's happened? Well, first thing you could say is it's too early. It's just happened. It's just happened. It's just, we're not even done with it yet. Good point. What do you think is going to happen to her? Bar review? No. Will she be indicted for lying, for perjury, for official misconduct? Official misconduct because if any grand jury were to be impaneled and were to look at specifically what what she has done, specifically what she has done in the capacity of DA, district attorney, For Fulton County, the chief law enforcement officer. If they were to investigate this, they will find that she has misappropriated funds. This was a criminal conspiracy that that especially in view of this, the latest version, the latest facts as released by this recording from either an ex-worker or somebody who was, I believe, released or dispatched. Who came to Fannie Willis and told her specifically, look at what's happening right now. Look at what this one particular person is doing. And she didn't care. Because Fannie Willis is above the law. This is the part that you would talk about double standard. Perjury? What do you think is going to happen to Wade? What do you think is going to happen to Nathan Wade? Who lied on interrogatories. Lied. Let me tell you something. Listen to me carefully. And I'm going to tell you something most people do not know. They could have known, but they don't know. One of the charges that Ghislaine Maxwell was hit with was lying on a deposition. And nobody, but nobody ever is charged with that. But they got her on that. When the courtroom is a big lie fest, when you can say, I'm not going to answer that especially interrogatory, specifically asking, when did you, Mr. Wade, did you have sex? As you may have had to deal with, the indignity, the indignity of the whole divorce process itself, it's debasing. And you had to answer those questions. Many people have to answer. They have to to go through specific, and they don't care about, as Wade said, my privacy. They live In a world that is a combination of ignorance, stupidity, arrogance, and a sense of, if I don't like something, I'm not going to abide by it, by officers of the court. Do you understand this? By officers of the court. And she's going to play the black card, the woman card, the democratic card, the, the political card. There's this woman, brave woman, going against the MAGA racist, right? She's going to try everything. She is so full of it. She's septic. And as you go by, and as I'm sitting here, and as I'm listening to people Respond, I don't think they really get it. And the thing that is probably the most un-American of things, let me see if I can say this, the most un-American of things is the double standard. That's the part that gets me. If this were anybody else, if this were some hot-headed, And let me explain something to you. You and I have to understand that we have been forced to keep our mouth shut for the longest time. There have been absolute cavalcades, retinues of the most incompetent people. Ever black, white, uh, there was one. Remember this one that John, John, John Kennedy was, he said, I'm gonna call you comrade. She was Asian or communist or something. But we have seen this parade of some of the most either, either, some of the most intellectually unqualified, or some of the most I guess philosophically bereft people that we've ever seen. And only in America can some dimwit, because let me explain to you something that nobody is ever talking about and we don't talk about in this country. Fannie Willis is an idiot. She's an idiot because the arrogance bleeds over into the stupidity. She doesn't really understand how this thing works. She doesn't. She doesn't get it. Who in their right mind ever consulted her on what on racketeering? Now, the ex governor of Georgia said, "I'm not gonna do this. I've got miles to feed. You know what they charge? You know what they pay a uh, a special prosecutor? You ready for this? Seventy dollars an hour for this headache and torment." and i don't even know if he has unlimited funds to investigate no no this is this i want you to grasp this and especially if you really enjoy the the whole notion of the the intrigue of this i want you to grasp it i want you to to follow what's happening this case started off absolutely positively just so matter of fact it wasn't even funny it was so matter of fact. It was a very simple thing. How is it simple? Let me tell you. Imagine this. Miss Willis, yes. The it has been suggested, Miss Willis, that you have had or enjoyed an improper. An improper relationship. Oh, 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 I see. With Nathan Wade. I see. Now, follow me on this one. If I represented her, let, let's just assume she calls me and I'm going to say, we are going to get to the bottom of this. What seems to be the issue, Fanny? Well, they're alleging that there was some kind of improper, okay. Now, the question that I'm going to ask, and I want you to listen carefully, Fanny, I want everybody listening to me, friends of Trump, enemies of Trump, it doesn't matter. I want you to listen to me and listen like you've never listened before. Here is the sole issue, the gravamen, the main issue before us, the one issue. This is it. Nothing more, nothing less. How did her alleged impropriety, sexual, romantic, amorous, professional, whatever. How did that in any way act as a departure to the extent that it denied President Trump of due process or any of the other defendants? What did it do to interfere with his ability to enjoy a fair trial? That's the issue. Shall I say it again? Did you, did you get this? Did you hear what I'm saying? I want everybody to listen to me. You can talk about, you can listen to all. And I've heard, I've heard so many people. I love listening to the shows and I love hearing everybody weigh in. And I'm not going to mention names because it's fun. It's fun. But I have a very, I think a very specific, a very kind of a, uh, uh, dare I say, I'm even going to say more of a lawyerly look at it. My question is simply this. What do you think? How does this effect affect President Trump? How? How? What are are you just telling me that? Well, any prosecutor who would dare debauch her office and sully the reputation of the Fulton County District Attorney should not be allowed to. Do you believe that? Is that what you're saying? Is that is that what you think? Maybe maybe that's what you think. No. Let's assume Fannie Willis were to be driving and getting a DUI, and she's charged and arrested. Should Fannie Willis be taken off the case against President Trump? Why? Should she step down from office? No. She has her right, her her own due process. How does this affect anything? The interesting thing was said at first, that there might have been a situation in which Fanny may have either elongated, prolonged, um, embellished, exaggerated, expanded the case, so as to—I don't know what—I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I—I—I I, I, I don't know how this works. Maybe. I don't know. That's the first case. So the very first thing I would have said was, let's do this. As an officer of the court, Ms. Willis says she would stipulate under oath that yes, she had a romantic, sexual, amorous, debauched, concupiscent, scabrous, licentious, lascivious relationship with one Mr. Wade. It is over now. Uh, I, I don't know about his capacity working the case. That's up to me, Your Honor. That's up to me, Fanny Willis. If I keep somebody on, keep somebody off, I can hire an ex-husband if I think for whatever reason it would benefit my office. I can hire, uh, maybe there's a, um, unless there's some statute, but the question is, what does it do to the case? Now, somebody could have argued that maybe there might have been a, a motion to uh, recuse Judge McAfee, maybe because they used to work together. They, I mean that that might be that might be something. That might be something. Remember, there are other. Remember, there, there are other defendants. Harrison Floyd, the former head of Black Voices for Trump, one of the original nineteen defendants. Remember that one. There are other people as well. Keep in mind. Keep in mind how this thing. Uh, by the way, uh, Ash, uh, Ashley Merchant, the lawyer for Mister. Rome, a uh, Roman. Uh, uh, she uh, it works with her husband, John Merchant. Well, they're they're working together. There's it doesn't it doesn't matter, does it mean anything? So what? What I'm trying to say is this thing started initially, and it's one of those things. Oh, by the way, um, uh, uh, Trevian Coote, a Chicago publicist, black woman, uh, one of the nineteen defendants. This is this was this was this was a veritable melange of pro-Trump uh, activists. Um, so, I mean, it's not it, it, it's not just what you think it is. So let me go back to what I was saying. It's a very, very simple thing. Very, very, very simple. Your Honor, at the time, we, uh, I submit to you that uh, Ms. Willis had, enough, had an affair, or whatever it is, and it's over with. That's it. I volunteer nothing. I don't go into a detail. I only ask and present that which is required. I will never lie in a row, but I'm not going to volunteer stuff. I'm not going to I'm not going to fill in the blanks. No particular reason. None. I'm not going to be duplicitous, I'm not going to mislead the court. I'm not going to do any of that stuff. Because I am an officer of the court. I don't I mean I represent somebody, but I'm not going to lie just to help somebody out. There are things that I can do. I can make it very difficult for the other side. I can make it uh I can I don't there's something I do not have to to uh, let you know of it depends Um, as a prosecutor. I have a lot. I have a a duty called Brady evidence, Brady against Maryland. This is where I have to, if I come up with, if I find there is information, data, evidence, which tends to exculpate you, get you off the hook, help you. I have to let you know. I have to let you know if there are witnesses I'm going to call who have criminal records, I got a lot to show you. If I'm the prosecutor, I've got more to show you than you as a defense lawyer. You don't have to tell me everything. You don't even have to testify, but there can be no lying. There can be no lying. And what I submit to you, dear, great and noble friend is that this could have been done. They could have, uh, maybe, uh, I, you could have had a little, a little bit of a hearing. I think the judge could have t- could have narrowed this down. Uh, Fannie Willis could have taken this day. Just uh, state your name for the record, please. Fannie Willis. What are you? I'm the district, the uh, district attorney for Fulton County, Georgia. Like the way they call it, DeKalb County, not DeKalb. D E capital K A L B is pronounced DeKalb. DeKalb County. All right. That's like when in Florida, Lafayette County is called Lafayette. Here in New York, Houston Street is called Houston. We just have different ways of see things around here, around these parts. Ms. Willis, did you have any fair? Yes. Thank you very much. Your witness. Anything else? We would like to call Nathan Wade. Why? We just told you. You might want to find out. Did you do anything? Did you did you violate any rules? No, Mr. Wade. Do you have any? Fa- yes. Nathan's got some problems. Nathan's got some problems. Nathan's got a, a divorce. Where he he's got he's got problems over here. That's not that's not Fanny's problem. Nathan, good luck to you, my friend. You know you may you you may I may have an internal problem. I may have to ask you to leave because you may have some. Problems you may have that may prevent you uh, from being effective in this, but doesn't affect me. I'm still going to prosecute the case. There's nothing that I did. I didn't break the law, and there's nothing against the law that says you can't have sex with people. I don't believe. I put it this way: there may be a law in terms of new of uh, Georgia's civil service. There may be something that would prevent her from doing this, but there is nothing. There is nothing. That would affect President Trump's ability to have a fair trial. What does this have to do with anything? Nothing. And it could have been over. It could have been over and done with. Simple. It's that simple. It's, it would have been done. You wouldn't have had to have these other characters. You wouldn't have had to have Terrence Bradley. Oh my God. Do you know what this thing happened? Let's take. Let's take Mr. Wade. Mr. Wade now is uh, the, I guess, the poster child for impotence, for penile dysfunction, for for prostate, uh, whatever it is. Don't have any lead in the pencil, I guess. He's a man who apparently considers he's a man of sartorial splendor. I like his, uh, I like his selection. May not be technically. Uh, appropriate for a courtroom. I prefer more dark colors, but that's me. Then there's this other guy, the guy with the bun. Remember that guy? I don't know what there was a there was a a, a bunch of actors years ago. One guy had a bun. I don't even know what that was named. Anyway, he's he's kind of out. He's a he's a tangential collateral witness. I'll get his name. But there's Wade. Wade's thinking. Oh God, Wade went from. Who? In the middle of a divorce with his wife, now we know about that. Then he has to say, well, you know, she cuckolded me. She put the horns on me in 2015, the tarros. She put the horns on me like the Hartford stag. I look like a, and uh, you know what the, you know, the cornuto, the, anyway. Anyway. So I don't believe that our marriage was still intact because in my definition of a marriage, you cannot be married to somebody who has, in fact, sullied the marital bonds by by straying. And therefore, when I testified under oath in in an interrogatory that I had not had sex during my marriage, since I did not have a marriage, I therefore say, and that is total and complete bullshit, bullshit. Huh? So now you have to deal with the defense lawyer. And the wife says, Oh, this is getting good. Oh, I don't know what kind of money he's got, but the wife is just, Oh, this is great. So now he's hiding assets, which there was some reference, some representation of him hiding assets. I'm not sure about that one. He's lying as far as this. And then this man who has no lead in the pencil, apparently, this man who is just, I mean, he's saying, mm-hmm. who doesn't know anything? They keep saying he doesn't know anything. He was, he was doing parking tickets or whatever. I don't know. Then, then what happened was he goes on a date. Now, listen to this. This is my favorite. This is my favorite one, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. This is my favorite. This is my favorite story of them all. But before we do our favorite story of them all, I want you to listen to this important word from our dear sponsor. Well, it is time yet again, my friends, to hail and salute our great friends at MyPillow.com. And if you use promo code Lionel, you'll get a free gift. No purchase necessary. Yes, I know, a free gift. It's a tautology, so sue me. But first, please listen. What are we talking about here? Down comforters, flannel sheets, Giza dream bed sheets, my pillow 2.0 sheets, slippers, percales, towels, quilts, bedspreads, mattresses, mattress covers, mattress toppers, linens, kitchen towels, bathrobes, name it, literally name it. Items to help you luxuriate and relax. And their monster sellers, slippers, my slippers. That's right, slip-ons, moccasins. Think about it. What do they do at MyPillow? They make things real soft and plush and comfy. How perfect. Here's the link. MyPillow.com promo code LINO or MyPillow.com slash solidus or virgule slash LINO or call 800-645-4965 watch how fast Mike answers the phone. MyPillow.com. Promo code Lionel. Promo code Lionel. Simply and absolutely the best. So Mr. Wade. We find out about his sexual dysfunction. His erectility diminution. And a variety of other problems. And then, here's the best part. They go on a trip. Ladies. Tell me how many times this has happened to you. All right, let's go on to um let's say Fanny goes, All right, Wade. Did you she calls him Wade, probably. Did you get the you got the tickets to Aruba, wherever the hell it was? Yeah. How much you pay for that? Did you put that on your uh did you put on that you 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 put that on your office account? You, you, you you're gonna run this through as an expense? Okay, whatever. Look, that's up to you. What am I gonna say? How much was that? 1500 $1, Fifteen hundred. here you go. Here, here, we go. There's hundred dollar bills, Franklin's, all of them. There you go. What about that? Meals, how much do you pay a meal? What about a grand, two grand? <laughs> here we go. With that and then we got parking. And then you did did, did you tip them? Good. Here's a couple other bucks for you. Here we go. That, that should do it. Because I've got stacks of money. I've got stacks of cash in my safe that I have. You understand what I'm saying? I've got I've got piles of cash. And I'm gonna pay you back. You're not even paying for this. I'm paying. I paid you. It's my treat. I paid you. I took care of it. I'm reimbursing it. Why? Because you're my bitch. You understand what I'm saying? You're my my boy toy. You're my botana is what it is. You're you're my uh, my uh, whatever. I bought you. I own you. I own you as a boss. I owe you this. And you you, you were the only man who, of course, this, now everybody knows about this. You and I, and I picked up the tab for everything. You didn't pay for anything. And now that I don't need you, beat it. Go back to your wife, and here's the best part. He's still married to her. Let me say this again. Did you get that in the back? He's still married to her. Can you believe this? It's the most incredible story there is. It just, it just all of this, let me say this again. All of this would not have even been made available. Nobody would have even known about this had Numbnuts Fanny just stipulated, just said, "We're going to make sure that we just stipulate to this." Yes. Okay. Bring it. Bring all the council in. Quiet. You have any problems? What is your account? What is your? Why is it that you believe that Ms. Willis's office has to be disqualified? Can you tell me this? Why? Because of a an improper, improper relationship that she had, pursuant to let's say Georgia civil service laws or office policy, or she said she wouldn't be dating anybody. How many people even announce that? Because you know she's just she's just so enticing. Where they're backwards dressed. she, they, she you know, she, she's gotta make a statement about this because she can't keep her mouth shut, which is a joke somewhere else, but she just can't she just can't keep her mouth shut. All of this, all of this, everything about her, she ruined her career. She also subjected herself perhaps to violating election laws by claiming, Well, I took the cash out. You know, she's like this. Did you see the way she sits? Just like I mean she She has such utter, incomprehensible contempt for the court, for the rule of law, for her role as a DA. It's, that's the part I have never, ever, ever. Bruce Cutler was arrogant. Gotti's attorney never showed this. Never showed this contempt. For the judge, like, phew. defendants, yes, but a DA? Never. I'm trying to go through. People who might have been a bit, shall we say, a bit much. The great Johnny Cochran. I'm trying to think, think of names that we would, that you might know. You know. Jerry Spence. Oh, he was wonderful. When he did those long, very polite. Vincent Bugliosi. That's another that's a long story right there. Because that Manson story is so dirty. It's so rotten. What they did to Manson. I know nobody we'll talk about that later. I don't know anybody. I've never I've never seen this before. Never. Never. Even even some of the even the some of the most even some of the wildest um maybe the Chicago Seven. But those are the defendants who were, what was it, Bobby Seal, who was chained, I believe, by the judge, but not, not Bill Kunstler. He didn't do that. He might act like that. Nobody's done this. Nobody acts like this. Let me just say this again. What you're seeing is something nobody's ever seen from a lawyer, from a district attorney. And it shows you there is another planet, another stratum, another place of entitlement. And this dumbass didn't know what hoarding was. She thought there was something else. I guess she mistook it for whoring. That was, a, perhaps maybe that was a joke. She didn't know what a continent was. She's an idiot. A low class, low rent, arrogant, arrogant, entitled, rude, contumacious, brazen, boorish, churlish, there's a, I, 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 every time I see her, I just say, what is she going to say now? And I told you this the other day, dear heavenly, whoever runs this show, if there is any way, if there is any way that this case, and let me tell you something, the judge has to cut her loose. The judge has to cut. Lose. He has to do that. There is no way, there is no way that this judge could possibly, possibly. That's why he's sitting back saying, Go ahead, go ahead and talk. Go ahead. When judges do that, you're screwed. Would you like to say anything else? Yeah. Anything more? Please go ahead. Anything more? I'm going to give you everything in the world. Albania Hernandez says, Uh, Adultery is a crime in Georgia, a misdemeanor. You know that's a very, very interesting thing. But Albania, and thank you very much for your kindness, is it a? uh, It is only a crime regarding the person who was married. I do not believe it is a crime regarding the uh, person who is having sex who is not married. And if this were ever ever to be uh, litigated. In Florida, we had a statute. It was a misdemeanor. It was called cohabitation. Cohabitation. Living together. What does living together mean? What about if you have a roommate? It was like they don't even, but they just, and there's nothing worse than a law that you do not endorse or that you do not follow. Scrubber says, better to be thought of by a fool by keeping your mouth shut than to open it and remove all doubt. Indeed. Who was that? Mark Twain or somebody? Yes. One of the best advices ever. That, remember, all of this, all of this could have been just absolutely. Do you remember the case of General Petraeus? Who remembers General Petraeus? And General Petraeus, his butaneda. Was Broadwell? Broad Paula was a Broadwell Paula Broadwell. Oh yes, Paula Broadwell, the biographer. Remember this? Oh yes, and it was a University of Denver. Oh God, I remember this one. University of Denver. This is General Petraeus. Oh my God. And there was a time. It was oh, it was it was tw- twenty twenty. See, she was. Uh, I think she was uh, during. Oh, here we go. Yes. And there was Petraeus, and he had his. Remember, he had his. He was actually a very good general. Very, very, very good general. McChrystal was also a good general. too. Generals are a different category. Generals are from another, another planet. But there he was. he's got the stars. Had the screaming eagles, you know, the, he's got his CIB, he had fruit salad up to here, and he got the ribbons and and there was and there and there and there and there was Eisenhower. You know, like a little thing of marksmanship, you know. He's got ribbons and he wore a little eye jacket. That's when they were cool. They didn't wear that. Even, 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 believe it or not, even Patton didn't wear all of that crap as much as you get. He had the you know, the, the pistol. Oh, but it was in Denver. Yes, I remember this. She wrote, all in the education of General Petraeus. And she talked at the time, married with two children, brought to 40s, a self-described soccer mom. And do you remember, do you remember when she said, and at the time, they were there was a time in Libya when they were saying, Why did those Libyans, why in Benghazi, why did they attack the uh, what was his name? The um, see C- the uh, Ambassador Stevens or whatever. Anyway, why did they do this? Why did these crazy Libyans do it? And the answer was that there was a it was being used, it was alleged to have been used as a torture site, kind of a black site, you know, and that the people came in, it was a rescue. It was a rescue. You understand what I'm saying? It was a rescue. So this was a problem because this was in direct violation of Obama's rule. There will be no CIA rendition and torture, and that's what it was. And how do we know that? Paula Broadwell, because when they were doing the horizontal mambo, he was doing some pillow talk and that, guess what? Even the great Petraeus, you idiot. Idiot. This is this is the thing, this is the thing which nobody understands. If you were Petraeus and, and, and you had the propen, uh, propensity, you should tell somebody around you, Captain, yes. I hereby give you an order. If you see me. Enter into a hotel room with a woman, not my wife. I want you to shoot me. I give you permission to shoot me because I've clearly lost my mind and you can shoot me. This is the thing I don't understand. Look, I, 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 I swear to you, sometimes I I think to myself, I'm never, ever, ever going to judge somebody's infidelity. I'm never going to uh, uh, question yours because I don't know what your life is. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know your own particular idiosyncrasies. I don't know what you were thinking at that time. So far be it from me to bring this stuff up. But I will tell you this. And the thing which is the most important, which is so critical, I I, I have to tell you, is this idea that when you do something and you throw away your career, when you know that you're in a system that is so unforgiving, fraternizing well this is this is not with the, but there's somebody below you but I, I I just I don't understand so Petraeus did the same thing and they were gonna they were gonna bust his ass to drop him down to I don't know what maybe lieutenant general who knows so what I'm trying to tell you right now is I don't even think there's necessarily anything wrong that she did in terms of disqualifying because let me go ask you again what does it matter she violated okay so what what if she got a DUI so what so what what if she's charged with with petty theft you're worried about, if i'm if i'm if i'm donald trump i may want her keep her she's an idiot unless we are going to dismiss the case look the reason why this is good for trump is because anything that interrupts the flow of this in yours is benefit anything anything at all but if he's smart to probably say let her go let her go i mean just just this is terrific can you now she's not going to be trying the case somebody else will you know just like Letitia James didn't try that case in front of Judge Engarn somebody else did actually judge Engarron tried the case for. Her. Stand by for a second, dear friend. I hope you're getting what I'm saying. I hope you are saying you are listening to what I'm saying because what I am telling you right now is so bloody good. It's not even funny And speaking of something that's not funny, listen to this important word. Let's talk about a very serious subject, emergency food. That's right, emergency food. I know, I know. At first blush, it's difficult for for most people to think about something that they just take for granted ever reaching emergency status. We're used to stores always being open, deliveries always made, no supply chain disasters, no ransomware catastrophes. None of that stuff. Nothing sh- shutting down our gas stations, right? No trucking strikes, no war, no protests from farmers. Nothing catastrophic in terms of weather. Nope, that can't happen to us. Uh Uh-uh. And I understand it's a defense mechanism that we have because the idea of ever not being able to eat or locate food is seemingly incomprehensible. Well, it's not. That's why it's time for you to go to my site, preparewithlionel.com. Preparewithlionel.com has the deal of deals for you. I'll take it as as a starter set. You've been putting off emergency food for too long. Some people still have a thing about prepping as though preparing for emergency is foolish. Now, right now, you can save $60 on a four-week emergency supply kit. This is unbelievable. 16 varieties with a 25-year shelf life, 2,000 calories a day in two beautifully modular uh, buckets that weigh 38 pounds total. These are waterproof, and they're perfectly stackable. Four weeks, a month. Now, be honest, could you go a week without any trips to any store? I'm not talking about having stuff in your cabinet. I'm not talking about banana chips and jerky. I mean food, real food. So go right now to prepare right now, right this moment, prepare with Lionel.com prepare with Lionel.com. You'll thank me. Trust me. I want to go back, if you will, to something a little bit interesting. I was doing a little bit of reading in this. I think you might, you might kind of find this interesting about our old friend, David Petraeus, general Petraeus. This one particular piece, uh, and I cite that this is cited from the Denver Post in 20, when was this? In 20, I guess, 2012, maybe 2012, uh, during a Q&A question, about 35 minutes into the uh, Denver University uh, talk, Paul Broderwell answered a question about the September 11th attack on the U.S. consulate in Benghazi. In which uh, Chris Stevens, the ambassador, uh, and two other Americans were killed. Quote The CIA annex had actually been taken, had actually, excuse me, taken Libyan militia members prisoner. And we think that the attack was an effort to get those prisoners back. It is still being vetted. On Monday, the CIA denied those claims. President Barack Obama issued an executive order in January of 2009, stripping the CIA of its authority to take prisoners, which means the CIA can no longer operate secret jails as it had done under the administration of George W. Bush. CIA spokesman Preston Golson said any suggestion that the agency is still in the detention business is uninformed and baseless. Gotcha. And with that, Petraeus almost said bye-bye to his career. Think about that one. There's nothing worse than lies. Here's a lie for you. Want to hear a good one? Want to hear a good lie? This is my favorite. This is one that I I tell people about all the time, and there it was. Do you remember the time when they supposedly dispatched, when they whacked? Osama Bin Laden, or Usama, UBL. Do you remember that? Of course you do. Of course you do. It was in all the papers. And there was this one particular scene where they were on in the situation room. Do you remember that? Of course you do. And And, and there was Hillary like this. She was smelling her hand, or looking shocked, or pretending to look in shock. I don't know. And there were these people you didn't know. There was Joe Biden. I think, I know, was Biden. Biden was there. And Obama had on a little jacket. He was like in the back. He did not take the position. You would have never guessed he was a president by virtue of how he was sitting. And they were watching this. And there was a picture of them watching this. The dispatch. It was a lady. There was, the room was packed. And there they were watching the architect of 9 of, 11 of being, being dispatched, being shot to death, being. Mowed down by America's finest SEAL Team 6, 7, 8, 9, Delta Force, Ninjas, whatever the hell they were. Remember that one? Remember that? Yes, you do. Of course you do. And it was Hillary Clinton. What is this? What is that? She was, she was smelling her hand the whole time, looking shocked, you know. Until Leon Panetta said, you know, the, the 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 helmet cam went down and we were watching nothing. What? We were watching nothing. It was all it was a blackout. Wait a minute. That room where they were where she was smelling her hand yet, yeah, that was nothing, yeah. Nothing. All bullshit. You were lied to. I hate lies. I hate lies. And I hate stupid lies. I hate stupid lies. I hate lies that insult my intelligence. I hate lies that serve no purpose. Do you know people who lie for no reason? I know people who make stuff up for no reason. Do you know people like this? I do. I mean, stuff is not even important. Stuff that's not even, it's like, why did you say that? You didn't have to say that. I didn't, it's, they, they they don't know the truth. They don't know it. This is kind of like a pathology. What Fanny Willis says is, is, you don't understand, I can do whatever in the hell I want. And you don't have any right to ask me because I'm Fannie Willis. F You you got that? And anything you ask me, I'm going to make it up. I'm going to make it up. Yeah, I was over there because I had uh, threats. Yeah, that's it. I was uh, uh, in that apartment because I was being a threatened. Yeah, that's it. That's the ticket. I was 50 years old, celebrating my my birthday by myself. And it was terrible. I mean, yeah, and I was with, uh, I was with way before, you know, before the problem set in. And how about the father? Well, you know, I, uh, my, my, my father, uh, Mr. Floyd. Yeah. Well, he, 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 he was home. I mean, he stayed. I had to leave because they were threatening me. You left the house to your father. Yes. You mean to tell me you had, you had, uh, the Kali cartel and God knows what the Zetas and all these other people, motorcycle gangs and coming after you, wanting to kill you. And you didn't say to your father, you are not staying at home. I'm leaving. I'm the DA. They don't know I'm gone. They might think I'm still there. They could kill you. That never, that never, that never came up. And nobody. Well, why did not your father leave? Well, you know, he was worried about COVID. There was no COVID. Well, he knew because he's traveled. He's pythonic. He he can augur the future. He's vatic. He could read the entrails of the beast. He's able to portend the future. He's a brilliant, brilliant man. He, in essence, says, Fanny is not strong, but very low self-esteem. You know, it's funny you say that, and I'm glad you said that. When you meet people in life, and I know what I'm talking about, the image that is presented is oftentimes the opposite of that which is internalized. People, why do you think? Do you have bragged Do you have people who brag? Oh, I know this. Oh, I know Don. Oh, I know Donald Trump. Oh, I go to Mar-a-Lago all the time. I hear that. I I know people that. Oh, I go to. Why do you want to go to Mar-a-Lago? Oh, I go. Oh, I go all the time. When you go to Mar-a-Lago, you don't see Donald Trump. He's not talking to you. He's over there. Well, it doesn't matter. I'm go. I'm, I'm going to Mar-a-Lago, and I know him. Donald and I are like this. Oh, I know him. Oh, I know. I. It's, that's my good friend. I know him. The wannabes. Why are you doing that? Why are you lying? Because I don't. Because I have no self esteem. I have no self esteem, and people will so, will will show the opposite. I I, I I still and and I see this. We were at an event the other night. So help me, God. Mrs. I, Mrs. L, is Mrs. I, Mrs. L, and I love to take a, a, a you know, pictures of ourselves. Sometimes you know, like a brand, like oh, let's have this and that, because we, we we take pictures for ourselves. We really don't post a lot, but to, but if you're kind of in the business, you do. We were at this event, and this woman the whole night. Everywhere she went, everywhere she went. I got these friend of mine friends who went to go see Billy Joel. How much is a Billy Joel ticket? I, well, I don't know about anybody, but, but my but people pay about two. Some people that we know, well, some people that we know, a group of people, but two pay two thousand dollars for a ticket. Why? To see Billy Joel. Why? Okay, fine. It's your money. You can do whatever you want with it. But you realize going is not fun unless you tell everybody. See, then they say, I went to Billy Joel. And I went, oh, okay. Well, there you go. So what happens is this is somebody who has no self-esteem. This is somebody who has to impress you because there's something there. So going back to Fanny Willis, I believe that there's something in particular about her that you're absolutely right. But she also, frankly, is this. She is this. And listen to me very carefully. I'm not saying to you that she is a psychopath. That's a term of art and it's overused. You've seen that the Indian doctor, right? She talks about narcissists. That's all. She's got like 8 million people watching her. And it's the same thing all the time. Narcissists. All right already. I didn't hear a narcissist talking about narcissists all the time. Anyway. But one of the things about a a psychopath, and I want you to listen carefully. Listen carefully. This This is the real McCoy. Not a sociopath, maybe. But a psychopath. Psychopath, you are hardwired this way. You can't help this. The head and the heart are not connected. What do I mean by that? They don't fear getting caught. They might... They think about it, but it doesn't scare them. There's no heart thumping. Oh my God, I can't say that. I can't lie. Oh, they can lie. I guess it's not connected. They understand it. Yeah, I could get caught. That's right. Psychopaths have no appreciation for for consequence. They're different not uh, people people who serial killers are not necessarily psychopaths they 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 worry they fear they it's it's that that excitement that's why they do it it's that head and heart is connected some psychopaths don't even have that they don't have that they're very interesting sometimes they're great in terms of being heroes i'm hit i'll get them you'll be hit you will be hit. well you know they, there's no like oh my god you're right if I go out there, there's machine gun fire. I may not make it. Oh, my God. Head wants to do it. Heart is reacting. Psychopath. Eh. Want me to go get him? I'll get him. You know, you'll be a hero. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you're right with that. Okay. It's all head. It's head. Not heart. Head. Psychopath, by the way. One of the most interesting cases, I think it was Hare who said that, who did the hair? There was a man who died, who, whose 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 dog died and he was crushed. And somebody said, isn't it true that because his, he cried over the death of his dog, that he wasn't a psychopath because only a psychopath would feel something. He says, no, he's crying over the fact that he lost a possession. He didn't care about the dog. It's like if you scratch his car or something, it's him. It's different. There's something that's different, but when I see, I see this Fanny Willis. There's a part of her that's as close as you as you can get. She doesn't seem to care about the rules. She doesn't care. She she's she she knows that you can't say that the cash in your in your vault is from campaign fund. What do you do? She doesn't care. It's like the head and the heart. I don't care. Nothing scares me. They told her we've invoked the rule of sequestration. You got to go out. You can't be listening. I'm going to come in. What are you doing here? I'm, I want to. I want to clarify some things. What he said. How do you know what he said? Oh well, whatever. She doesn't care. She does not care. And her thing is, how dare you? How dare you? She. She got. Who was it? Anna Crosser. The uh, they were talking about the and, and I couldn't tell so you know it's not a it's not good when you can't tell who the who the who the, who the lawyers are representing. You that's not good. When you're saying she for this, she represents anyone? Is she uh, Anna Cross? We had a, a guy years ago. We call him Doctor Well, and we used him. The state used him for this is terrible. He was this Cuban guy, a doctor. His Englishman but he was a uh, psychiatrist as Ricky Ricardo would say and uh, at a baker Rock an involuntary commitment hearing you might say for example a hey, doctor did you form an did did, did you do, you feel that the uh, mr. Johnson here was incompetent well well do you feel that he was not incompetent well well do you think maybe he might be would he benefit? from, uh, Medicaid. Well, well, do you think he might not benefit? Well, I thinking mean, whose witness is he? I don't know. That's, that's Dr. Well. He's like, well, never answered the question. Any, any side could bill him. You never knew anything. She had this, she doesn't realize this. Uh-oh. And I always think that you always go into court saying, I know what I have to avoid. I got to avoid this. And the best way to have avoided this is to stipulate way back when when this thing started. Am I am I doing this? Do you do you understand this? Do you love this story? I do. Because just when I think, okay, I think I've covered everything about it. No. No, I see something more. Don't you love Fanny Willis? You know what I would who I would love to interview? Fanny. What do you think I would do in an interview? What do you think I would do? What do you think I would do in an interview? How would you interview her to make it good? Now, now, not not to get to the bottom, I think. What would be the best? What would be the best interview for Fanny Willis? What would be? What would it be? What would it be? What would it be? What would it be? What? 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 Oh, you'd be watching it. Oh, you'd be watching it. Everybody would be watching it. What would you do? Slight interrogation. No! I talked to her hand. Very good. Just let her talk. Okay, close. The story has a bounty to see Fanny Willis is an enigma. No, 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 no. Very, very simple. Give her some Shay Shay liquor. That is close. 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 Not the view. Well then the view. The view would actually hurt her more than anything else. But I would love to sit there and say. Something to the effect of, I just have to say something to you. How dare they confuse you with the criminal defendant and criminal defendants who were on trial for racketeering? Wait, she'll say, that's right. How dare they put you on trial? And throw lie after lie after lie. Now she's uncorked. Now she says, oh, she's found a friend, right? I'll tell her everything she wants to hear. Everything. Keep it going. Your family, your friend. Here's your father. You, you have to bear your soul. You're a human being. You're a proud woman and you have to, what, ask for permission? To do what for your own personal life, and just, just, just when she would think that I was her long lost friend, and just before she would think that I have so perfectly described and explicated and 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 portrayed her particular or plate, I should say, or a plight, or plight. I'll then turn to him and say, are you kidding me? Do you think that I believe anything I have said? Do you think that I really believe this? I thought you were smarter than that. You've got to be out of your mind. You must think we're stupid and you must think we're stupid now to believe this. And you might, you're insulting me if you think for one minute that I believe anything I've said. You've been had fatty. You've been outsmarted. Because I took your incredible arrogant stupidity, pulled it in, set the trap, let you go crazy, eat the scenery as we say in Broadway, and then say, gotcha. It was all nonsense. Because you just showed us. That you are indeed as insane. And arrogant. And deluded. As we thought you were. Ladies and gentlemen. Lori Cuck says. Be her fan club. Oh I would do it in a heartbeat. Absolutely. Club Shay Shay. Oh God dear God. And you know Chappelle. Chappelle is just. Right, yeah, gotcha's right, Laurie. Gotcha. Chappelle is waiting, 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 waiting. I mean, this, 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 this I mean, he is saying because, and the, and the hardest part about it is that it's so obvious that the joke is in the subtlety, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. I am sorry when I tell you I love this. I love this more than you will ever know. I. Thoroughly love this. Do you understand what I'm saying? I love this. I love the whole story. I love the whole subject. I love all of it. I love it more than anything because it just keeps on giving. And just when I think she's got to know, she has got to be able to to maintain some kind of composure at this point. She has got to realize that she no, she she she's being made a fool of. No, no, no. We we. No. No. This is almost part of the psychopathy. This is this is almost oddly enough, this is part of the of the sheer and unmitigated lunacy that we are seeing. It absolutely destroys me. How I love this. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been so wonderful. Let me just tell you two things. First Stan the man says, I love it more than you. No, 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 Stan. Don't even, don't even insult me with that one, my friend. First, let me just say to my dear friends, Lori Cuck, what can I say? Key in Essence, thank you. Scrubber, thank you. Albania Hernandez, thank you. By the way, Pat Kelpie. Pat Kelpie started off early today. Thank you, Pat. I don't know if you're still with us, but thank you for your for your kindness. And also, Key in Essence, thank you. You are a new member. And I thank you again for this. Let me also say that you have been wonderful and you have been terrific. And I cannot tell you, I cannot advise you enough to follow Mrs. L right now at this. This is her YouTube channel at Lynn's Warriors. She did, she was doing interviews. She works this thing 24 7. She is spreading the word, spreading the word, spreading the word to stop. Child predation and human trafficking. She, There is simply nobody like her. Nobody. That's why, I lo- that's why I married her. That's why I married her. Married up. Yeah, buddy. And please follow her on X. As we say, X. X. Used to be called Twitter. I still call it Twitter. Please follow it, her as well. She is without peer. And let me also tell you that I appreciate you. Thank you. I love this. I love sharing with you. I love the fact that you allow me into your home and into your heart and into your mind and into your brain and into your heart and allow me just to just dissect and break this thing down. I love it. And let me leave you with this. The smartest man in the world is a person I pay homage to every now and then. It's the man who decided on a coffee machine, Keurig in particular, where he has this little light that says, Descale to make you buy the descaling stuff. It's an idiot light, but it's the most fantastic thing. And I just want to meet that man. You are a genius. It's like somebody who has instructions on shampoo wet hair, apply, rinse. You know, thank you. Thank you for this. Thank you. All right, dear friends, we will see you tomorrow morning. at eight a.m. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your perspicacity. Thank you for everything that you have done and have attempted to do. I mean that sincerely. I want you to know that you're my friends. You're my family. I feel like when I at night, it's always like, let me see what the let's see what the gang's doing, and you never let me down. They let me into your heart and let me into your your head. And I'm telling you, that means more to me than you can imagine. And I mean that. And this is a hand fart for you. That's a good one, isn't it? It's almost like a mosquito First, versus the harder. And then this one, I know this isn't immature. That's the bad one. That's the one you don't want to hear, especially point blank. You know what I mean? Okay, dear friends. Thank you so much. Have a great and a glorious day. See you tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Don't forget, the monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Da-da.